The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, I'm Molly Sims. And I'm Emma Shagormley. We are two best friends with one common obsession. Beauty. And by that, we mean everything that makes you look and feel beautiful. We tried it all and we've got your back. We'll be calling on all our favorite health experts, industry insiders, and friends to answer all your beauty questions. Consider us your beauty 411 and sometimes your 911. From how to fix brassy hair to the pros and cons of laser facials and always with a cocktail in hand, always. So be prepared to be obsessed. Check out Lipstick on the Rim wherever you get your podcasts. Hey friend, it's Nicole, host of the Nicole Walters podcast. Here's where we laugh, we cry, and we grant ourselves grace as we do life together. Let's get started. Hey, y'all, we are thoroughly into the new year and I just want to jump into it. So I'm really excited because I'm getting married this year and I keep getting asked in all of my interviews, which if you've seen some of the press that I've done around Nothing is Missing, I've been really fortunate. I was on Sherry Shepard. I was on CBS Mornings. Oh, and this week I'm going to be on The Talk on CBS. So if you have a chance to catch me, I'll be on The Talk this week. And every time I'm sitting down with these guests, the number one thing they ask me is, at the end of the interview, Nicole, what do you have coming up next? What are you looking forward to? And it's this weird thing that I think so many of us feel pressure around because whether you're going into that school reunion or you're seeing that group of moms that you haven't seen in a while, in LA in particular, you're expected to kind of have this like paragraph of stuff you're doing. Like as if the things you're doing in the day to day are not enough. Like you have to be like, oh, yeah, but I'm looking, you know, I got this project that I'm working on or, oh, I've got this other thing I'm doing. And it's this really weird feeling. And I think some of you may relate to it. Some of you don't fumble to try to find something to fill the gap. And I'm so impressed and proud of you. But for those of you who are either in the industry or feel that pressure, filling that gap is real where you want to say you've got these other things going on for some reason as if you're expected to just be busy, you know? And at the top of the year, I've had to reconcile. I just got back from Norway. Follow me on Instagram at Nicole Walters. You can keep up with my, this African is in Scandinavia. What is she doing journeys over there? But I just got back from Norway and, you know, I'm fully back in the new year. And I'm, I felt so much anxiety around answering this question. And I don't know if you relate to it, but it's tough because here's my answer. Here's my real life true answer. Nicole, what do you have going on this year? Sure. I've got some TV projects in the works. I'm very excited about that. I've got some things that I filmed in in sort of piloty form with Oscar winners that I'm that are, you know, being discussed right now at major networks. That is super exciting. Yes, I've written this book that is a New York Times bestseller. I could talk about that all day because it is in your hands. It is incredible. But here's the truth. Homegirls home. That's what I'm doing. I am being a mom. I am getting married. I am hoping to grow my family and have a baby. That is what I'm doing this year. And believe it or not, that's a lot. Like, that's a whole lot. You know, it's a lot to be a mom. It is a lot to start a new union on the right foot, particularly coming out of one that, you know, has taken so many years to heal from, you know, and honestly, you're always kind of healing from anything that you have to grieve and mourn. 
And then obviously getting pregnant, the process of getting pregnant, having another baby. Like I probably am going to be the first person in the history of TV to be asked the question. So what new project do you have going on? Cooking a child. That is my project. Okay, that is the thing. Keeping the ones I have alive alive and then making a new one. That is the thing I have going on. And it feels like a project. And I realize that I have to reconcile that other people's expectations around my level of busy, around what I have going on, around what they feel are worthy endeavors for my time cannot be measured against what I know is worthy for my time. And that's really what I wanted to extend to you is that, you know, we're officially at the point statistically where so many people have fallen off their resolutions. And if it hasn't happened thus far, it you know, we're, we're on the clock for the next two, three weeks, you know, for this thing to be the case. And as you're, you know, now saying to yourself, Nicole, where have I been with my goals? Where have I been with my resolutions? What have I really accomplished? Because life has come rushing in. You know, the kids are back to school. I still have responsibilities. You know, I'm not making it to the gym. My eating has fallen off. I, you know, because those are always people's top resolutions. You know, I haven't been able to put as much time in my business. How are you feeling with that? You know, did you make those resolutions based on what you actually wanted? Or did you make those resolutions based on what you felt was expected of you in an area of improvement? And I want to extend to you that you have a right to, one, give yourself permission to not feel obligated to stick with whatever it was that 2023 you thought you had to be. Like you're allowed to change. You know, you're allowed to evolve, especially once you got in and you realize life was giving you something different. Like maybe the kids, for instance, the Puffin recently signed up for cheerleading. And this is her first regular school activity because she's in sixth grade. So, you know, middle school is the beginning of where as a parent, you start losing your time and becoming a a chauffeur. (laughs) You're just driving them from activity to activity, friend date to friend date, you know, whatever. And so she signed up for cheerleading. And this was not on the bingo card for 2024. I had no idea that I was now going to have to make room for cheer practices and football. I mean, she literally came home and was like, mom, I signed up for cheerleading. This is happening. So we've got fittings, we've got activities, we've got late practices. And all these things are bleeding into scheduling things that I thought I would have. And I know what I'm saying right now is reaching in a place where you're like, girl, yes. Right. Can we just take a pause to be like, listen, Nicole, you're right. 2023 me thought I would be able to do this, this, and the next. And 2024 me is realizing it's not giving what I thought it was going to give, right? I want you to take a moment right now to pause, breathe in, breathe out, and just give yourself a heaping dose of grace for recognizing that you may have to make some shifts. And for me, one of the biggest shifts is just letting go of that expectation that I was going to be this crazy rock star running into the year. That's okay. But we still have things we need to accomplish. So like I said, this year, you know, I'm getting married and I'm super excited about it. And I'm actually going to talk about this more next week. So make sure that you, um, if you don't already subscribe and download this regularly, I do not want you to miss next week's episode. I've been dealing with, a few emotions around getting remarried. And uh, so many people have asked me about sort of that journey. How did you start falling in love again, like feeling open to love, knowing that you wanted to recommit to marriage, you know, dating, and then eventually the actual marriage. And as this, you know, 
day is approaching, I am dealing with a lot of different feelings around that, but I'm going to unpack that in, a, in an entire episode next week. Um, just to kind of keep you on that journey, if it's something that you wonder if it makes sense for you, or, you know, if you're someone who's ever wondering what's it like to jump back into something, whether it's the work world, a career, a new friendship, whatever, this really applies. Um, it's around choosing your hard because <laughs> life is filled with hard. And uh, and I talk about it in the book in many different ways, but I'm going to talk about it in relation to new relationships next week. So tune into that. But with all these new endeavors that are very big and life altering coming up, I absolutely have to grant myself some more ease, you know, and I just want to extend that to you as well. So here's a couple of things that I'm doing to sort of recalibrate and reset my expectations. And I want to give this system to you in a simple three point method, because I found that it's really, really transformative in uh, allowing me to restart my goals, recalibrate my goals, and and hopefully actually achieve them, you know, within 2024. So the first thing is obviously grace and ease if you haven't hit where you wanted to be. It's okay. You're not perfect. Neither am I. And believe it or not, statistically, we're all the same. It is time for us to look back on it. But even better, statistically, you are different now because so many of us do not take time to acknowledge this. We just let the goals fall off. We get six, seven months into the year. We realize we aren't doing what we wanted to do. And that is that. So the fact that we're even taking this time right now, you're already ahead of the game. So I know that so many of us have healthy eating, budget management, all these goals set up for the year. And now that we are a couple weeks in, how quickly does that stuff fall by the wayside? I want to let you know that I made a decision last year that has really helped me stick with what I needed to stick with, even with just time management. And that's every plate. And I would not support every plate. And I would not have a partnership with them if this hadn't transformed my schedule. And frankly, the food tastes good, (laughs) which matters too. Every plate has really helped me take back my time because I'm spending fewer trips going to the grocery store and my meals are ready in just a few simple steps. But catch this. I'm saving even more time because the meals are quick and easy recipes that I've been delegating. So if I know I'm going to have a late day at the office, I just tell the family, grab one of the every plates and throw that together. And I also know that I'm not going to have to deal with cleanup. It's easy cleanup options. The meals are already in 30 minutes or less. So literally, I've been in the office, picked up the phone and said, I thought I would make it on time or traffic's looking crazy. Just get the every plate started. So if you're not familiar with every plate, I love them because they're not like your typical meal kit. You know, you hear about them and meal kits are so well known, but they're different because they have a lower price point, which is totally different from a lot of these other ones. I thought meal kits were expensive and every plate just isn't. It's the same deliciousness, but at a much lower price. And what I love about them is the recipes all come in a box and things are pre-portioned and beautifully labeled. So my kids honestly can't mess it up because everything is there and simple to solve. And it's already kind of goes together. Like there's this great dish that they make, which is like a taco quesadilla-y cheesy thing. And it's great because I mean, literally right down to the tortillas, it's in the box. It's not a question of calling me 10,000 times to say, mom, where are the beans? Or I left the ground beef in the freezer or what? It's all there. And they can literally just throw it together. So I want you to know that you can actually get a meal for $1.49 plus dollar stakes for life by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering the code 49 
Nicole. Now, your subscription must be active to qualify and redeem the dollar steak option. But you can get started with every plate for just $1.49 per meal, plus dollar steaks for life by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering the code 49Nicole. And if your subscription is active, you can qualify and redeem the $1 steak. So just head to everyplate.com slash podcast, enter code 49Nicole, and let's swap our favorite meals. So I know that we've been chatting about making sure that our goals are on mark and feeling like things are getting away from us. And I got to tell you, I hate to put this on your plate, but tax season's coming and you're going to start hearing way more about numbers and planning and all that. And I'm your business friend, so I got to mention it. It's important that you have the right tools in order to get ahead. And if your business has been humming along, but you're feeling like you're falling behind, I want to let you know you're not the only one. And if it's feeling like it's taking forever to close your books and you you don't really have a single source of truth to make sure you know your numbers, I want to let you know that you really just need to know these three numbers. 37,000, 25, and 1. Now, I want you to know what this means. 37,000 is the number of businesses that have currently upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. Now, I want to tell you what this is because it really does matter in this season of overwhelm right now while we're all just trying to figure things out. NetSuite is actually the number one cloud financial system. It actually streamlines your accounting, your financial management, your inventory, your HR, and more. So 25, NetSuite turns 25 this year. This is not some fly-by-night quick software system. It's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down their cost. And of course, one, because your business is one of a kind. So you need and you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs. That's your key performance indicators, right? All the little marking points that says that your business is humming along. And you get it all in one efficient system with one source of truth. You can manage your risk. You can get those forecasts and see what's coming. And you can improve your margins, which means make more money with what you got in front of you. NetSuite gives you everything you need to grow all in one place. And I want you to know that right now, as you're shuffling your deck and realizing that the year may not be given what you thought the year was going to give, you need to make better decisions. And I've got something to help you do that. There's an unprecedented offer from NetSuite that's going to make all of this possible. Now, here's what I need you to do. It's not going to cost you a penny. I need you to download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist. It's designed to give you consistently excellent performance, and it's absolutely free. You just go to netsuite.com slash Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-E. Not kidding. Write this down. That's netsuite.com dot com slash Nicole to get your KPI checklist. You can use this to check the health of your business, make sure your performance makes sense, and of course, decide if NetSuite's going to help you get where you need to go. But the first thing you have to do is head over to netsuite.com slash Nicole. The next thing is, I want you to carefully assess where you actually are this year. What is your year giving? Does it look like the kids are in more activities than you thought? Does it look like you, you know, going to the gym sounded like something that was great, but waking up at 5 a.m. ain't it? 
You know, does it look like I thought I would get in an extra 30 minutes of side hustle time every day after school? But I realize I have a preteen who comes in every day after school amped up and it takes me an hour and a half to get her wounded down. That's a real thing. And you did not anticipate it, but life is giving that. So I really want you to look at what your life actually looks like. So many of us, when we're goal planning in the year prior, we fantasize about what we think we can be without really experiencing the reality of it. So now that you're in the reality of it, I would love for you to look and say, what is my year giving? Without any critique, without any judgment, just what is actually happening, right? What do I actually see? Am I a caregiver? What is happening? And just really make some notes of of what your day actually looks like. And then, and this is the biggie that has really helped me, pick one or two things. Instead of thinking that you're going to do this major overhaul for your life, oh, I'm going to lose a hundred pounds. Oh, I'm going to make a million dollars. Oh, I'm going to do instead of this big major overhaul. Pick one or two simple things right down to, I'm not kidding y'all. For me, it was researching fertility options. It was so easy for me to say, make a whole baby. That is a general goal. But gosh, if the one thing I do this year is get in and get my numbers and figure out my fertility options and and make some decisions around that, that is tremendous for my well-being. What that will do to advance me and move me forward is huge. And that's what I mean when I say pick one little thing that if you were to look back in 2025 and say, I'm so glad I started that. I'm so glad I had that information. That was a step in the right direction that was different from the year prior. And just make moves around that instead of trying to be this big overhaul because it just isn't realistic. And honestly, it's why we get into this place where we start feeling like we're losing accountability or like we're not hitting where we're supposed to be. Or honestly, we start feeling a little bit of shame or grief or remorse or guilt. And that just keeps us even further from our goals. So simple three-point method, grant yourself some grace. It's always a good place to start. Uh, Look at where you actually are, the reality, not the fantasy, and then really start picking out some singular small goals that you can apply that'll move you forward in a meaningful way. Now, those are the three things you can do by yourself. But the last one is pick a safe person to share it with. Someone who you think might be on that journey or interested in supporting those goals or maybe able to do them with you. Now, um, I have a really good friend that I've made recently here in L.A. And I say recently, but it's been a couple months. But we became fast friends because she is so we have a lot in common just in terms of our backgrounds. We're both, you know, children of immigrants and we both are hard workers who've come from nothing and support our musician fellas and just our moms. And we just have a lot of similar and shared values around how we approach the world in a loving, caring, servant-driven way. And we like that to be seen and not just how we treat people, but also in the work that we do. And I just, I love her to pieces and I'm so grateful she's in my life. But what's awesome is she's also my friend who has free Fridays. (laughs) And let me tell you about what free Fridays are. So In my business, it has always been a goal for me to be able to take off my Fridays. You've heard me talk about it before. And uh, part of why I hit burnout, if you've read my book, you know, where I, I literally my body started breaking down was because I was working gosh, six, seven, seven days a week. So there were some months where I wasn't even taking weekends. And I'm proud to say that I've been able to really embrace my free Fridays where I have a day that I call my like runoff catch all day. It's my day for wellness. It's my day for doctor's appointments. It's my day to do charity work. It's my day to schedule meetings or whatever. It's just a day 
where I do not allow myself to be scheduled to capacity. So I have room to put things. And if it's open, I can use it for myself. And I just encourage all of you, if you can't get a free Friday, give yourself a free 30, you know, give yourself a free hour, you know, whatever it is trying to fit in time where you're able to say, look, I know I always have this window on Thursday that's open for whatever's important. So she also does free Fridays. And having a friend that I can share my goals with for the year, particularly around things like I need to make that fertility appointment or I'd really like to take up hot yoga or I want to do pottery, you know, we're both kind of in this together. And it's really been special because one, it also ties in with my goal of focusing on my relationships this year, making them uh, even more intentional because, and I can talk more about this in a different episode, but it was a particular prayer that I had this year about what really matters. And it's not growing my business. It's growing my family, growing uh, my relationships, uh, growing the people that are around me. And in doing that, everything else will flourish as well. So knowing that I have this friendship every Friday that I get to touch base on and uh, with intentionality, because it's not easy. Like we are both sort of giving up our Fridays because we're committing to spend time with each other, but we see the value and return of that. But we're spending those Fridays holding each other accountable to do activity, to to engage in wellness, to explore new hobbies like pottery or roller skating or hiking or in, and our surf lessons or whatever, you know, and at the same time challenge each other to pursue the things that matter. So, you know, where I may be giving her a little push around, you know, a business venture or support or advice there, you know, she's giving me a push around family things or support and advice, you know, uh, for showing up as a musician wife, you know, it just is a real blessing. So I encourage encourage you as sort of your final point as you pick these little milestone goals to get an accountability buddy, you know, someone that you know in your life, maybe pursuing something a little different. You don't have to do it with them, but someone where you have established a regular check-in where you're able to say, look, going into this year, I thought I would tackle this thing alone. I've kind of smallerized my goal and made it a little tinier, but I'd like to establish regular check-ins to make sure that I'm able to to hit this goal or at least make movement towards this goal. And friend, I have to tell you, with all of it, and this is really important, I think, for some of you to hear, we all absorb the goal setting conversations at the end of the year. We all bought the planners. We all got the you know organizational things. And not too many people are still talking about it at the tail end of you know, January, which is why I always try to be your friend who's buzzing in your ear about something that you may not be hearing elsewhere to kind of keep you in the game. But I also want to let you know, as just sort of a final note, if this past year has been one where it's really taken it out of you, and I say this coming out of divorce and knowing that if you'd asked me about my 2021 um, and my early 2022, I would not have wanted to hear anybody's narrative around goal setting. I just want to be really transparent. You can go back and listen to those episodes, you know, those chats that we had back then. You can read the book and know what I mean by that. And some of you are living it right now. I know for a fact that some of you are hearing these steps and because you are doers, right, you're like, okay, well, maybe this will help me make progress. If you have gone through something particularly trying in this past year, oh, I don't know why I feel a little choked up about it. Maybe because like I really, the heart and the compassion I have for those of you that are simply celebrating having survived and thriving feels so far away. I want you to know that you can take note of these things. But I want you to know that if just getting by and just surviving and just making it this year is the goal, kind of like just me trying to become a mom again and getting married, you know, 
again, full circle in this conversation, I don't want you to feel like that's not enough. So this year may not be about a big, huge, forward moving, drastically different leap. This year may be about getting good, feeling healthy, restoration. And I I want you to know wholeheartedly that that is enough. That is completely and entirely enough. I'm proud of you for making it. And I'm proud of you for making it. And I want you to know that that's enough for 2024. (laughs) So friend, we are in it. We are in the thick of it all. And I would love to hear more about where you are in your goal setting, including if you're like, girl, I have fallen off. Do you know the quantity of cheese I'm eating daily? Like, listen, hit me up on Instagram in the DMs. I love hearing from you. I posted this on social, a little snippet, get into the comments on Instagram and let's chat through. And as always, I am here. I am in your corner. If I'm in your town for a book signing event, please come see me. Give me a hug. I, I want to hear you. I want to do this journey with you. And more than anything, I'm grateful that here is one place every single week where we get to do life together. So make sure you tune in next week. I'm going to be sharing some pretty big um, things, you know, about uh, this upcoming wedding and about remarriage and about love and about trying again, but doing it boldly. And I can't wait to do these things boldly with you. I'll see you then. Another great chat. I love spending time together. Now I need you to subscribe, rate, and leave a review because I love hearing from you. And then come hang out with me on Instagram at Nicole Walters. I'll be back here next week and I hope you are too. See you there, friend. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.